Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show. Um, hello, Kat. Hi, Vagar. How are you? Fine, thanks. How are you today? I'm all right. Nice and hot and sticky today. It's about 45 degrees out in the giant sandpit, so it's looking like it's going to be a hot one. Well, that sounds awesome. Here is snowing. <laughs> we couldn't be in two more contrasting places. In the no, we couldn't. Week. I thought that actually the winter was over now because we had between 10 and 15 degrees the last few weeks, and then King Winter decided to reappear. Lucky you. Lucky me. Kat, why are we doing this? This is the first podcast episode. Yeah, we're virgin podcasters, but no longer. This will be our first ever on air. Listen to us. We've got a lot to say. We do. Too much, really. Yeah, way too much. But that's a good thing, because I'm sure that there's people out there, well, people listening, like you, you listener, who really want to know what we're talking about and to get some more information about how to grow your salon fast, which is what this podcast is all about. Yes, and it's also about answering those questions you really should ask, but, well, no one really asks the questions, so, but we know, we know the questions and we know the answers, don't we? Well, that's the problem. Sometimes you don't know the question to ask, uh, and sometimes the questions are a bit weird, so you don't ask them for fear of embarrassing yourself or thinking that you sound a bit stupid, but that's what we're here for. So I've asked the stupid questions before, and I've got some pretty stupid answers, but I've also got some answers that work. Actually, Dan Kennedy too. said, didn't Dan Kennedy actually say when you did a hot seat with him that you asked a stupid question? Oh, yeah, he used the word crappy, crappy question. Crappy so question. I, asked, okay. I asked a crappy question to the most amazing marketing mind in the world, said that I asked a crappy question. So you can imagine how small I felt. But he, the answer he gave me back was absolutely phenomenal. But we're going to talk about that another time, I think. Yes, so, we are. Today's topic yeah. is another question, really. And that's why, why are you in business? Uh, why are you in business, Kat? I'm in business. Well, I think probably the same reasons that you are um, completely unemployable now. I'd never be able to go back to working for somebody else. Um, and the big one for me is personal sovereignty to be able to do what I want, when I want and how I want. So running my own business means I can do what I want, when I want and how I want. And it's kind of a nice thing to be able to achieve. Have you been peeking at you? the show notes because you just, you just nicked my answer, didn't you? Well, is that because you have a very similar, similar strategy to me? You, you want to do what you want, where you want, and how you want? Yeah. And with whom you want. I think with whom you want is a really big thing as well because you know, it's not all about dealing with the people that you think you should be dealing with. It's people that you want to be dealing with. And then the people you don't want to or, or the things you don't want to do is, is equally important, isn't it? To, to, Absolutely. I mean, just do the things you want to do and not do the things you don't want to do yeah something like that <laughs> sounds a bit confusing but yeah let's not do what we don't want to do and let's do what we want to do that's what it's all about yeah and and i mean this ties into what your salon does because uh i guess that one question that salon owners could ask themselves apart from why they're in business is what what they're actually doing uh because not everyone know 
not everyone knows what they're doing, do they? They they are they are doing they are having a business which is like being employed somewhere. Uh, they have created a job, basically. Yeah, I guess it comes down to knowing what the purpose of your salon is for. So um, I know most people go into having their own salon because it's something they wanted to do because they were in their salon before working for somebody else. And um, you probably thought you could do it a lot better than that salon owner. And you wanted that personal sovereignty. You wanted to be able to say you're a salon owner and you thought you could do it and you are doing it, which is you know fair play to you. But it comes a point, like you say, where it's you are just working as an employee in your own salon. You, it's not doing what you thought it might do for you. Um, so you've lost sight of the purpose of your salon. So you may have had a vision to build something that you've um, dreamed about and you went out to create the best salon in your area with the most amazing customer service. You've got the most beautiful fit out, you've got the beautiful chairs, you've got the beautiful mirrors, you've got everything and the best products and you've got a lot of sparkle. But um, after that sparkle wears off, sometimes um, not just the physical appearance of your salon, it's also your own um, enthusiasm and what comes next and how to maintain that momentum to stay fresh and to stay focused and stay ahead of everyone else. And what actually happens is you became, become the same as everybody else and that's a really uh, difficult trap to fall into. It is, because what you have to ask yourself is really what the salon is there for. I have the same story, I think, as many other business owners. Is that, is that in the early years, you did everything. And then at some point, you, you well, you get to the point where you start asking you if it's worth it. You're putting in long hours. You don't make much money, really. So what you could do, I guess, you could compare, compare it to a normal job. And then you could ask yourself the question, am I actually doing a normal job just with all the responsibility? So could I, could I really for a salon, could I just get employed somewhere and work there instead? And then I could go home at four or five in the evening and be done with it. Rather than having all this responsibility and all these worries about uh, paying uh, wages, paying rent, paying supplies and the rest of it. I remember that period where I... I think I earned in the early years, I took out around 500 pounds a month. That was what wow. I was living off. And I went to my mom and dad every day. I was mid twenties or something or early twenties to eat dinner every day to save money. I sold my car. <laughs> so I had to walk uh, three kilometers to my office every day. I mean, oh, and, and that and couldn't, the snow. Uh, and, and yeah, but what I could do, what I didn't realize at the time, now, now it's it's the same with me that I'm utterly unemployable, so I can never be employed anywhere any, anyway. But if I compare that to what kind of pay I would have got, it didn't make sense at the time to to keep going by myself. But then you get to the point where you have to, I guess, make a decision: Do you want to do this or not? And I decided to keep doing it. I got to a point where I had to change something. And I think that was when I realized that the business is for me, not for not, not for everyone else. It's to support my life and support what I do and what I want. Did you yeah. ever have, have the same experience? Well, there's, there's a point where you have to say, okay, well, this is the reason I went into business was to be able to support myself and to support myself well and to become very successful. Um, and a lot of people tie that 
into their vision. But a vision is very different from a purpose. You actually have to know exactly what everything in your business is doing and what it's done for and how it works and, and the reasons why. So that when you're building your strategy of getting customers through the door or selling more to you, the existing customers, you know exactly why you're doing every single thing. And that anything that doesn't have a purpose, you don't do. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But you're right, when you are working for somebody else, you kind of, you're, even, even when you're working on commission, there's a ceiling, there's a limit you're going to reach where you can kind of go further, but you can't push any more. But then if you're in your own business and you're doing your own thing, you can actually create more. You can create more businesses for yourself. You can have more salons if you want to. You could grow the salon larger. You could have more customers. You could branch out and become a very niche and high end. So there's lots more ways of becoming um, or to gain that personal sovereignty rather than just working for somebody else and working your way up the ladder. Um, yeah, and I did find that, but you're right, there is a point where it's so difficult and you think, is this worth it? Why is this not working for me? And until there's a change that is made and the pain that you're experiencing um, outweighs the pain of actually making the change and doing something, then you don't act. But as soon as you realize that it's actually quite easy and the only thing that's holding you back is fear and it's usually a fear of being um, ridiculed by somebody else it's not a very very rational fear you make that step and all of a sudden it goes bang I don't know about you but I found that when I made the change and I found things that worked and properly worked in my salon it just rose exponentially and also in my business now so things that I know now can just push the business very very quickly very um, to very high figures um, and that's not something you can do when you're being employed by somebody else no, true. And I think that when you're at that point, if things are hard and if things are difficult and you have to ask yourself the question, do I want to do this and, and make it work or should I just call it quits and do, do something different? Because it's not worth it being in business in, in that kind of way with all that stress for the rest of your life. And many people actually do. They, they stay in that, 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 what could you say, that stress zone for the rest of their life. Life's because that's what they know. That's what, that's how they think business should be. But it's also the, that fear of failure, isn't it? That you know people are going to think, oh, well, you went into business and you failed. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I guess. And everyone yeah. out there is trying to make you fail because people are jealous of other people's success. And, and yes, that's a really it's real. tough one to shoulder. Yeah, it is a real fear difficult. because that's what people do. And But the thing is that we don't really have to care, do we? Because the people actually laughing at you, if that should happen, what have they achieved? Nothing. Exactly. Most of them haven't achieved anything, so they have no, they have no position to, to, to laugh at you, really. Um, no. We should be only be? taking yep. notice of people who are more uh, successful than you. So if someone is more yeah. successful, you listen to them and you ask them, how do you do it? How yeah. did you do it? What do you yeah. do to make it happen? But yeah. if someone else is out there and is still employed and and still only achieving minimum wage or whatever, do you listen to them? No, don't. No. don't and and apply, apply common sense because even if people are more successful than you, I've come across several people who actually don't have a clue why they're successful. I've come across people <laughs> who, yeah, it's true. I've come across many people who, well, not many, but a few people who, they make great success, but it's more kind of despite what they've done 
than because of it. Because they've been, okay. they've hit the market at the right time or something has happened. So you have to be, apply common sense to the advice you get as well. But that said, if you don't have no clue what to do, uh, then listen to people who are more successful uh, than you and do not listen to your mother, your brother or your cousin because unless they're in, in business and, and have done this this before because people have many advice to give don't they they, they love do, giving advice on things that they have no yeah. clue about opinions it's about opinions you know it's like obviously people have an opinion about everything but actually all that matters about opinions is your own um, particularly when it comes to business um and if you find if you are successful it is a little bit lonely so you do have to start seeking out people who are like, uh, like you, so people who are in business and wanting to do well, because the people around you, unless they understand exactly what's happening, that that's the actual reality. They don't understand and they question and they give an opinion because they don't have the inside knowledge that you already have. So that's a hard thing to cope with is that you will lose friends and that your family will probably say things that are uncomfortable, but you're just going to have to persevere and charge through it anyway. Yes. And uh, I think that when times are difficult, what I did at the time, I remember I looked at the yellow pages in the yellow pages I looked online. Um, I looked everywhere to find someone who I can talk, could talk to, who could tell me how this business thing is done. Um, I discovered that that person doesn't exist really. Not, not the exact person you need. And I discovered that there are people with lots of opinions everywhere on what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Uh, many of those opinions goes along the lines of you have to cut your prices to 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 get more competitive. That that's the only way, or you have to increase your service. That's kind of the only answers they have. So what I did at some point, I think I that uh, well, I wished I had this this person or this book or this manual. I've read a lot, and then I discovered someone who later become my mentor who I followed. But even before that. I think the most profound thing was just just changing the mindset, and this comes, this ties in with the why are you in business question. Because what I discovered, Shayla by incident myself, was that I couldn't keep on doing everything in the business all the time, and I think that that could be summed up in outsourcing or, or what you could call it. And we'll get back to that in a later podcast episode. But basically, essentially, that means that you you spend your time on working on the business and making it grow instead of doing all the tasks and things in the business like like an employee. Because what you need to do is set aside time to, to actually make the business grow in accordance with your aligned with your goals. Um, which means that if you want sovereignty, if you want personal freedom, I mean, not everyone wants a lot of money. I mean, I guess, well, everyone does, but some people value, for instance, time off more than more money. Well, so if they no, have the option, not... I mean, you have a client uh, who takes some time off or something, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, day, days off, takes days off. So <laughs> it's not even in the salon. But well, then, you could um, spend, you could have spent that time earning more money if you wanted to, but he chose to take it out in more time. But but true? he actually, funnily enough, earns more money being out of the salon than he does in the salon. So it's oh, there's a causation, a co yeah, a correlation. So you closer of, then. 
<laughs> well, he, he the the make this, Masala makes more money when he's not there than he, it does when he is there. Or you know, it's it's statistically significant anyway. Um, but the thing about the sovereignty part is that you're right. It's not always about money and being successful and and having more money. It's about going back to that statement. You can do what you want when you want, with whom you want, and when you want. So. You have a freedom, so that money does give you the freedom to do it, and it gives you the time to, to take, take the time off if you wish to. But there are a lot of things around that, so it's not just you know this is not just one magic silver bullet. It doesn't. We're not saying that you know you can go off and out into the the world and let your salon run itself and you'll make more, more money. It doesn't quite work like that because you've got to have certain things into place. You've got to have good staff. You've got to have training. You've got to have systems, you've got to have processes, you've got to have services that work well, you've got to have clients coming in the door regularly, you've got to have uh, repeat business. So there's all that has to go into place to start with. Um, and that's what is called your strategy. So you have to have a strategy of how your business works and the purpose of your business is tied up into your strategy of what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. That is very interesting that you mentioned strategy because the next episode is about strategy and tactics and being creative. Wow. And imagine that being creative in a salon. That's unheard Whoa. of. Well, let's talk <laughs> more about that next time, shouldn't we? So okay. I think that actually wraps up the first episode, Carl. That wow, went quick, that didn't it? Quick. Yeah. I see. Actress said to the bishop. Excellent. See you next time. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.